sports and beer, and so much more. Hottest topics on the counter room floor. Best of future, present, and past. Get ready for the Beer Breath Podcast. Today's beer cooler is stocked by E and K Metal, your metal art specialist in Northeast Kansas. Everything metal, including sports team, wall art, yard decorations, fire pits, and much more. Visit and like their Facebook page at E and K Metal. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Beer Breath. If it's your first time listening, thanks for stopping by, and be sure to find us uh, our previous episodes on iTunes Podcasts, Spotify, and on our website, beerbreathpodcast.com. If you're a repeat listener, we appreciate you coming back. On today's show, we'll discuss the upcoming dog days of sports and how we make this dreadful time in our life more interesting. We'll have a little Masters wrap-up. Um, and give some insight on how everyone feels as we look to fire up our own golf game for the upcoming season. Uh, we'll also give Tanner a uh, some time to justify or defend, rather, his recent distaste for blue-collar workers. Um, but first, we'll start every show like we start every show with what's on sale, what's on tap, and tap the keg. So, um, Dom, you want to tap the keg? Yeah, so just like you said in the intro, we're in a weird time in sports where there's not a ton of stuff going on. Uh, but I myself, uh, pumped up about golf, got extremely pumped up about golf this weekend in the masters. I'm a huge Rory fan. So every day up until Sunday was incredible for me. Um, but I would say, you know, I went out to the range and just getting juiced up for the golf season. So that's kind of what's been going on. Yeah. I think everybody probably second set. I guess we'll move right on into what's on tap. Tanner, I want to start us off. Um, what's on tap. I'm going to go with, uh, skipping a shower. I went this weekend. Oh, oh God. I went this weekend. Uh, my wife had to work six to six both Saturday and Sunday. So with two kids, I didn't shower. But uh, I've realized how fucking great they are. And if you just let those dicks, balls, and coochies just rot for a couple days, it is orgasmic when you start washing that shit. It feels so good. I was going to say, I don't think you skipped a shower. That sounds like showers. <laughs> yeah, right? it was too. Uh, yeah, but. Oof. It was nice. I That's like kind of like not eating for a long time and then having a full like three or four course meal. Exactly. But just way more disgusting. So was, I yeah. thank you. A little bit more unsanitary. Tan away on like a weekend strike for showers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you care about water, the water so. shortage, right? Exactly. That's what you're it's expensive about. in Ozaki, so. True. <laughs> yeah. sure. uh, Trey? Yeah. Uh, recently, uh, this weekend, we went to a new bar. I'm not going to name names, but the this whole trend of like arcade games and and uh, retro sports. Uh, the one I played, we played NBA Jam. That was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, it's it's an arcade and it's uh, a bar at the same time. That's a win win. Video games and retro games. I grew up playing Pac Man, Contra. Um, they so they also had some skee ball games. That stuff's fun, man. I love that. I love that that's a fun trend, and I will uh, be going back. I like to uh, I like to beat everybody to NBA Jam. So if you think you're good, step up. Can you imagine NBA Jam combos today? You'd have like three teams worth playing with. Be fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So my what's on tap? I'm gonna do a little bit backwards. I read an article um, this week about the fastest growing sport in America. Does anybody know what it is? Rocket League. Um, Hot take. I was going to no. say some sort of esports. <laughs> not, not outside of esports. Okay. Uh, hey, can I say something about that? Esports has its own little page on ESPN. I thought about that. We can talk yeah. about that later. Bleacher Report does too. Bleacher Report does too. That's nuts. That's crazy. That's nuts. Um, Fastest growing sport in America. Oh, uh, pickleball. 
Trey Brown, got it. Was that true? No way. Pickleball, the fastest growing sport in America. Have any of you ever played pickleball? In like fifth grade PE? Yeah, it's the most amazing sport ever. Used to stomp everybody. Clearly haven't been down. (laughs) Two's gods. Don't even talk to me. I'm a self-proclaimed pickleball god. (laughs) I can't believe I got that right. That was totally off. Wow. Wow. I mean, who knows if it's true? It's on the internet. But fastest growing sport in America. I'd buy it. Yeah, I mean, you guys have to go down to Florida. Pickleball is like... A huge deal. Pickleball is a huge deal in Manhattan. They actually have courts. Like the people that play, they play every day because it's old people, right? Yeah. Um, the people that play in Manhattan are like asking the city to make more courts and keep the times open or something. At the Y uh, here in Topeka, uh, they have dedicated times during the day and it's obviously like noon to three because that's when all the old people are in there and nobody's working. Um, but yeah, that's pickleball time at the Y. Because there's a there's only you want to, two uh, courts, but Kurt or Dom, you want to break down what exactly pickleball is? I know what it is. I'm a huge fan, but yeah, uh, pickleball is like table tennis, but in real life, like standing there. So <laughs> and you're using you're using like wooden paddles, yeah, and they're like I don't know how to explain. It. They're bigger than a ping pong paddle, but smaller than a tennis racket. And then you play with a wiffle ball, so yeah. it's not like you're playing with a a ball that does a ton of uh, it does have a ton of velocity unless you yeah. like get up close to the net and spike it. You can get a wiffle ball going. Pretty good. <laughs> unless you got it, does do some camera. crazy stuff with spin though. That's what's really fun. You I love wild the spin stuff. part of it because you can back spin it, front yeah. spin it, side spin it. That's kind of how I always envisioned myself Linden though. High. Like when you know I was dominating at Linden High School playing pickleball, is yeah. I always just thought I was like a really tiny human playing tennis on like a ping pong court. So the, the ping pong court. That's what you do. <laughs> so and that's how I got good. So if you guys want tips, tennis, it's like half the size. Yeah, or what? it's like probably what would you say like a quarter of the size of like a basketball court. Something similar to a badminton. Have you ever played badminton? Yeah, like, badminton. Yeah, yeah, that's so probably like, the same it's size. Like it's badminton with the net on the floor. Yeah, yeah. And and not, down, instead of a instead of a shuttle bounces, yeah. instead okay. of a shuttlecock, it's so, a wiffle ball. So essentially, not anything like badminton. Kind of like badminton, ping pong, and tennis. Like had a kid. It wouldn't be oh, hardly anything. Close if to each of those had completely different rules, then yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty similar. I don't really, t- I don't really like talking about all these sports because it brings up. I played them all last in freshman high school PE, and that's when I ran like a twenty-minute mile. So I don't like talking about this. It kinda, What's your mile time now, Tanner? Uh, it's got to be faster than that, but I'd probably <laughs> die if I did it. So, <laughs> yeah. That so you guys be- are over here talking about all these. High school PE sports, I'm over, my heart's like racing because I'm scared. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to start trying to do pull ups and run a mile. <laughs> clenching the, he's clenching his chair. Yeah, I'm freaking out right now. <laughs> he's just sweating over there. Oh so, yeah, God. pickleball. I think we should probably get. I wish we had a court to play pickleball on. We could find one. In the studio. Yeah. In the studio. <laughs> we have a lot maybe of A little bit bigger studio than that, maybe. <laughs> maybe upstairs. So. There's gotta be a pickleball league somewhere in Topeka here. It's in the, some, yeah, some Fair State games, I 10 believe. 10 to 11 a.m. Wow, yeah. 10 to 11 a.m. when all the blue airs are Yeah, out. they got to get out by 11 for the soap operas. <laughs> yeah. So the old people shifted from shuffleboard to now they do something They're athletic. Active Dude, they're getting, they're evolving. Old people yeah, are evolving. People are evolving. <laughs> they're getting younger. Shuffleboard turns. What? <laughs> five, five o'clock shuffleboard because you can do that with beer in your hand. You, okay. hit it, you heard it here first, people. Old people are getting younger. <laughs> Thank you, Curtis. <laughs> Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> What's on sale? Uh, Chef Sam. Um, all right, so I've actually got a couple. So I went to a, a Cubs game over the weekend on Friday. So ballpark beer price is absurd. I don't. I won't get into that too much. Uh, nine dollars for a twelve ounce uh, spotted cow. If you guys had spotted cow, it's awesome. But nine bucks for a twelve ounce can, out of control. Um, the 
Atlanta Falcons actually did a good thing this past year and, and lowered all their prices. They got that new stadium and they, all their concessions were crazy low. Um, I haven't looked at, uh, you know, the final results of that, but that seems like a pretty awesome idea. If we could just get even $5 beers, which is still insane, like just get them somewhere reasonable. Um, but what I really want to get into, I don't know how much backing I'll get with this, um, mm. this what's on sale take. It's a little, uh, slightly, I don't know how to put it, but we'll just go right into it. So Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, whatever the videos, any girl that has a dog pretty, yeah, I mean, the, the weird obsession that girls have with their dogs. I love dogs. Like, I mean, I like dogs. We all, we had a dog, um, RIP to Mac. Actually, he might still be alive. We're not <laughs> sure on Mac, he's, but, uh, he's also in but, uh, his location. <laughs> yeah, he's all, he might be here somewhere. Um, but my whole take is every single, and you guys can go check it out after this. Look for single girls and their dogs. They have these hideous dogs and they're absolutely in love with them. And, um, that's pretty much all they're in love with. You, you don't like see them go out or do anything. They just have their hideous dog that they show on Instagram. It's new birthday, whatever. And you can pretty much deduct, um, sorry if you guys know girls with dogs that you like or whatever, but, um, the weird obsession that they have with these dogs, I, I don't know. I don't understand the dynamic there. Like there you're basically your child. But that always bothers me when I'm clicking through social media. So it's basically like girls that like uncircumcised penises. Not really at all. Um, <laughs> what? I don't know where that. How did you twist that? I left field. Michael, um, I'm I'm gonna say what's on sale is the like space time continuum you get stuck in when you wake up like anywhere from one to two hours before your alarm's supposed to go off oh, the fucking worst and you're like oh yeah you chug some water you're like oh my god i got like two out two more hours to sleep but as soon as you shut your eyes it two hours somehow turns into five minutes <laughs> also when you wake up from that you're just so tired yeah, there's it, nothing cause, good because it was the best sleep that you've gotten in those two hours but somehow two hours like time traveled into five minutes. I'm convinced. Miserable. But, Who knows even what happens when you sleep? I don't know. Just laying there dormant for like Yeah, and dreams that could get into a whole nother thing. If it wasn't yeah. like probably so expensive. I've got some fucked up dreams. If it wasn't so expensive, I'd really want to do like a like those sleep tests Test where they whatever. Yeah, they you know, tape a bunch of shit and wires on you and like you go to sleep. Um <laughs> <laughs> but it's probably super expensive they to do like chair. without anything wrong with you that sounds kind of um, like my dream job is to like be a sleep tester like they just test me while sleep. i sleep yeah <laughs> anyways they're like okay mike go to sleep okay, uh, okay. two plus two equals and you're just right, halfway there right. yeah. tanner um this one's gonna seem like a bunt compared to my last couple weeks but <laughs> i'm gonna go with uh the, ga the gay marketplace I was recently at a gas station getting lunch. I never, I usually bring my lunch, but I forgot. And this dude totally knew he was gay. But uh, he he's, totally knew, or you totally? I knew. totally knew he was gay. Okay, I okay. just, but you could tell. He probably didn't know. He snuck, which I mean, I can't blame him because my sixth grade boy voice it makes me susceptible to these homosexual advances. So I understand. <laughs> I mean, God bless me with his voice. But uh, he snuck two free potato wedges into my box. 
and then he snuck in free ranch and i was like if if this guy if this guy is coming after me i mean trey trey when i first met trey i was 140 pounds with like a 29 inch waist and now i mean my product is spoiled <laughs> and the fact that i'm still getting hit on by gay guys which back then i understood i mean i was at the top of my game but now it's like dude there's it, it must be rough in the gay market right now because coming after me it's maybe i you still got it yeah, maybe, maybe it's a what's on, what's on tap what's on tap that's what exactly what i was saying what's on tap like all right now today yeah i yeah. see you more, more to love i mean yeah. there's been scary stuff i mean stuff boosting self-confidence i mean wedges. the scariest thing was i had a dude the dude's straight up like he was always texting me to like trying to get me to try to be gay i was like no 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 <laughs> he literally he's like what if we have a threesome me and my best friends so he's like she wants to hook up with you too he's like what if we did a threesome would you try to do it that was like no i'm good man I'm good. Oh my! So God. I, I, yeah, it's you yeah. said that was a. Bunt. It's this <laughs> voice. It's a bunt. Yeah. What a bunt! We're gonna remind everybody that that was a bunt. <laughs> it <laughs> was actually it feels a like two strike. Bunt. Feels like you went for the green strike seventy yards so that out. That was an out ground rule. Double Surely, bunt. Strike bunt the instructors will agree with me on this oh one. Oh my God! Oh yeah, well, that I, a turn that I wasn't expecting. <laughs> wow. Well, I guess I'm going to change my what's on sale. <laughs> my what's on sale is Tanner's what's on sales. That's pretty ridiculous. So tell us about your what's on tap and what's on sale. Interact with us on social media. We've got our Facebook page, at Beer Breath Podcast. Like us, comment, poke us, do all that stuff. Twitter at Beer Breath Pcast. That's B-E-E-R-B-R-E-A-T-H-P-Cast. Snapchat as well, Beer Breath Podcast. And our Gmail uh, Gmail account is beerbreathpodcast at gmail.com. You got an idea for the show or you want to share uh, what's on tap, what's on sale, things that just suck, things that are super awesome, you know, let us know. We'll, uh, we'll give you a little shout out on the show. Uh, but right now I'd like to transition into back to my what's on sale is Tanner's what's on sale. Uh, and we're going to let him defend his previous week's what's on sale. So if you don't remember, uh, go back and watch those podcasts, download them. But Tanner hates mailmen and construction workers, correct? No, no. construction workers not and mailmen. the garbage trash men. men. Garbage men, yeah. Probably probably does. Hey, I always call them trash men, not garbage men. Trash men is a little more... Degrading? More, yeah, yeah, it's nicer. <laughs> I was going to say, I think garbage men <laughs> is like... probably better, right? <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. All right, so Tanner, what do you have to say for yourself? Um... I've been thinking about this all day. Um, I'm not really worried about the questions, but I just wanted to set this straight that I am, in fact, a blue collar worker, and I wrote a little tune for all of you to hear. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I'm moving the mic away from my face, and I'm going to laugh too loud. <laughs> Tis the season for a trial, while the trash men cry about my pile. Math about kept you from a diploma, and the ladies loved your Axe Body Spray aroma. Construction or trash, I do understand. Give me a few to try and expand. I see you talking and talking and never working, so I'm on my way to your wife's to see her twerking. Let's call a truce and end this trial before I shit on your wife's chest and top it with bile. <laughs> oh my! Oh my! Oh my God! Wasn't expecting that. Or we battle rapping tomorrow. <laughs> You're going to be as popular as a Yodel kid after that. I probably will. That was amazing. Wow. So, and as, I mean, as much as I'd like to say that that completely erases everything you said about blue collar workers, 
I don't think it has. I don't think. No. And I would like to. I don't know if it made it better or worse. I, so <laughs> I'm not sure either. But I'd like to dive a little bit deeper. I thought it was going to be more of like an apology or justifying. You pretty I much kind of was justifying, but basically you just talked about banging their wives and shitting on and their shitting chest. On their chest. Yeah. It's pretty. You hilarious. pretty much went harder at them without explaining why you're going hard at them. <laughs> You can't put it in reverse, baby. Oh, yeah, I got no issues you with that. You got to kick it into four-wheel drive. <laughs> now explain you're going hard at Fucking send it, dude. <laughs> so I think, should we just go around and basically just go after Tanner, like question him, kind of like a trial style? I didn't prepare any questions, but we can... We, we can, can wing it. Let's wing this trial. I would like to put up a disclaimer. I sure. did take seventh grade debate, so... <clears throat> you so have we're all warned. Fucked. You have all been warned. <laughs> Tanner, at what point in your life did you start to have a distaste for blue-collar workers? I think it was uh, when I was a freshman in high school and I used to wake up at 6 a.m. every morning laying sod. I think that's when I decided to realize I hated myself and I hated the blue-collar work. I thought you were going a different direction, like the garbage man coming around and waking you up. But You know... That never really bothered me because usually all they didn't really have that much trash to pick up because the meth the meth heads always usually took it so they were usually pretty quiet. Okay, so you mentioned that. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! So you mentioned that the last week you mentioned that the construction workers uh, made three times your pay. Now, are you upset because you work harder than them and they still get paid more than you? Um, I think so. As in my uh, my little spiel went on about how they're always talking and talking and never working um but yeah i do like i literally at my job like trey knows i literally just got in trouble last week for working too fast like they just gave me more work and more work because i work too fast and i think uh it's bullshit when they can sit and talk and you know do podcasts while they're at work <laughs> and i can't have you ever considered a career change yeah i think i was in when i was in middle school i wanted to be chris farley and that I don't think Chris Farley is a, a career path. <laughs> it's an <laughs> interesting decision. It's like wanting to be a dinosaur. <laughs> it's but very no, specific. I mean, I literally, I mean, I retired from teaching to be a blue collar worker. So if that doesn't tell you about me, then I don't know what does. So, so, so is your is distaste towards the work that they do, or your distaste distaste towards the how they do the work? I mean, I think you've sort I of think explained it. I think it's how, because like my job, like I was like a swing driver. So I was, I mean, there's like 20 something routes and I do a different route all the time. You're well, a swinger. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I would go, the, the <laughs> intersection right now at 21st and Wanamaker, it's like okay, every we could... every two weeks they have that thing tore up in a different yeah. spot. And I'm like, why don't you just start naming names, Tanner? I'm sorry. <laughs> Calm down but like I hadn't been at that intersection in like six months and they had just like repaved it all. It looked beautiful. And I have to drive by it now every single day that I got a new route. And they have it tore up again. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like you literally mm-hmm. just tore this up last year. And now I have to sit there and wait at the light and have late deliveries based on that statement right there i'm completely on board with tanner because that intersection is horrific they completely redid it, it looked fine other than the light was terrible i don't know what the hell they did to the light but it's wonky um but then they're like yeah we fucked up let's do it again yeah and they tore beautiful. it up yeah so it's dom art just on Dom that jumping on the train. That was no, no, no. that was my car salesman coming want, out. I, I just want sold pitchforks and fire in my <laughs> yard. Uh, so I'm gonna backpedal a little bit and say next week's episode. Dom <laughs> yeah. defense. You know what is funny? Like as I drove around today, because after we talked about the whole maybe doing uh, me defending myself, 
every construction worker I saw today, I felt like they were staring at me. Like maybe, <laughs> I mean, like you're talking like maybe they do listen, maybe they don't listen, but like people were building like a Morton building today and I just felt like they were staring at me like that fucking piece of shit There's delivery boy. Dickhead. This sixth grade pre-pubescent voice. Do you think that they think the same thing about you? Yeah, that motherfucker just delivering boxes all just day. His, doesn't do yeah. shit. Yeah, that's how my wife feels about me. Okay. Wow. Yikes. Whoa. <laughs> Generally positive shout-outs for the significant others. <laughs> I do love her. I do love her. That's good. I do love your you wife. Said, I do love her, but... <laughs> <laughs> Sam, do you have anything to add? I was just going to ask, um, Tanner, just gathering what I've gathered from these couple of podcasts, you're fairly, I mean, I know you have kids and stuff, but would you characterize yourself as fairly lazy? Um, all right, just say you are because I'm lazy too. So it, no, if, you're if la- I'm getting paid, like at work, I'm like probably one of the hard, like I don't want to toot my own horn, but I like every day, like all the old people at work always told me to slow down, slow down, slow down. They're just going to give you more work, more work. But like, I refuse to do that. But when I clock out, yes, I am a lazy, fat piece of shit. Yeah, okay. So, I, I mean, I guess that's different then. So, you explained it there already. See, that's my whole my monologue point is, is yeah, my point. people are getting paid. They shouldn't be lazy if they're on the clock. If they're off the yeah, clock, that's you. that's your whole – that's your character, which that's, that's me. But my wife kind of spoils me because she cooks, cleans, does all that stuff. So, it – it kind of just oh, he's oh, he's here he goes. <laughs> he goes. your nose looks a little brown uh, it is it is so mrs crawford if you're listening and you made it this far and you're not burning all of his stuff thank you samuel did you want to speak more to that no that was pretty much my point so for me in general the, the reason why i would appreciate him is because i hate doing all that work I'm not very handy at all um so all that blue collar work i appreciate just because it looks terrible so I, I think I'm on the same page, but just kind of kind of a different spot than what Tanner's talking about. He's talking about them being lazy there. I'm more just appreciative of having to do that horrible work. So maybe in, it's an agreement, but just from a different take. Yeah, he likes that they're that our tax dollars are going to them standing around one guy working. That's what he's saying. So well, who knows if he exactly. pays taxes based exactly. on work? Yeah, he could be in may or may not. But <laughs> no one knows where he's at. I don't. I don't. I don't care where you're. Can- Kansas tax dollars go to be honest. <laughs> I don't know where they go. Where do they go? So either he lives in Kansas and he's flying under the radar, or he does not live in Kansas. You decide. Yeah. Well, I don't live anywhere, so <laughs> he doesn't live anywhere. <laughs> Still got ninety-eight percent of the states left. So we've ruled out Kansas. So, well, Tanner, thanks for uh, for justifying that. I don't know if any of us feel a lot better, other than I guess my main deductions. But we can save that for the last call. But. If you guys feel like you have comments or questions for Tanner, please reach out to us on social media, Facebook, 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 <laughs> or Twitter, um, and we'll be sure to have Tanner respond back via social media. So we'll transition into our Masters talk. So Masters this past weekend, um, Tiger did not win, for those of you who didn't watch. Um Played well on Sunday, though, didn't he? He came yeah, back yeah. a little bit. Scorecard was insane on yeah. Sunday. So was everybody. This is nuts. I feel like because he, he played in the insane. morning on Thursday, and I feel like that just got him off to the wrong on the wrong foot. Yeah, because yeah. it was kind of colder, and I, it goes back to I think we talked about this at one at one point. Is like I'm I'm ready to see Tiger play and have fun, and by the look on his face, like and I don't know, it could be because he was playing bad, but. 
he wasn't having fun kind of thing. Um, so I don't expect him to come out and win. It would have been awesome to see him come back and, you know, get a green jacket again. But uh, <clears throat> I did not, I didn't see, you know, any sort of happiness in his face really. He's just like, ah, I'm out here. So sometimes you would sink a putt and he's like, eh, yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> so I would agree with that. Sam and I had a little um, talk, I guess, about this. I think it was an emotional response from Sam. So uh, expecting rebuttal <laughs> here. But. Um, <laughs> It's it. I mean, that was what his third tournament, fourth tournament since returning. Is that right? No, it's no, not. We like... keep going. <laughs> oh boy! His fourth. His He's fourth. Cocked and what, what was it then? It's, yeah, I mean, it, it was five or six, but okay. okay, five or six after three, two and a half years off, playing in his first major. That is a fact. On one of the harder courses, I would. I mean, is that an agreeance? Did everybody agree well, on that? It, you'd it's, think, but it's I mean, the be. winning score was 15 under. Conditions were favorable, though. It wasn't too windy. It so also I guess got wet. My point is, is it got wet, but yeah, they yeah, could so land on the, the they, Yeah, they land on the green pretty easy. Yeah, but if you watched him play, so it was rust, right? I mean, it's, it's typical stuff. I know he's been playing well, but the greens, I mean, he would hit a solid putt, and then at the end, it would just bend and that's the stuff that's that's augusta and that's and it's getting to where like the golf courses in the united states are like that um and i watched a shout out to uh mark crossfield (laughs) on youtube uh i watched him talk about like why is golf so hard he had a video why why is golf so hard and he was doing a a course and they were playing in georgia i think but it's like you hit a shot and you're on this position position of the green um, but if you were to hit that shot two inches to the left, that thing's rolling into the pond yeah, or rolling into the bunker. And <laughs> it's stupid how accurate you have to be to give yourself even a shot. And on uh, top of that, the greens at Augusta are elevated. Um, so he said that like when you're, when you're there watching, we didn't get invited for whatever reason. Somehow we <laughs> yeah. lost our media pass in the mail or something. Yeah. We're, yeah. <clears throat> but, um, when you're watching and you're behind the ropes, you're watch like you're looking at people's knees and their feet because the greens are so high and you're two inches off on your spot. That thing's rolling back into the first cut or into the uh, into the rough. The so, rough so Sam, I'm I'm curious for your rebuttal on this because you are very what? passionately against. Uh, well, not Tiger, but you're very fed well, up. Well, yeah. What saying. am I rebuttaling against? I guess I, I don't know what I guess our, my, uh, my argument was. My argument is that he didn't really. I mean, he didn't play well. He missed putts, but he didn't play terrible. And I, I think it was unrealistic to expect him. I mean, yeah, we, we shoot the shit about Tiger winning, but I think it was unrealistic to expect him to go 15 under. Uh, yeah, well, well, once I saw that final score, of course, um, then then I think the same way as that. But when I'm when you're thinking about it before the tournament, I'm thinking seven or eight's going to win. And there's no reason that, that Tiger couldn't be seven or eight. He was miserable. I, I mean, you said he didn't play that bad. I actually take a different take and think that he played really bad, but still scraped together like an okay 72. I can take a positive in that way because um, let's like we saw his drives. I mean, he wasn't that good. He was all or nothing. Like he would either pipe one like 345 and uh, have like a pitch on to that. I think it's three or whatever the shorter part. Uh, it might have been two, two or three or three or four, but whatever. Um, or he would be, you know, off in the 
in the brush or under the trees or whatever, but he was just, he was off with his irons. So, I mean, he didn't leave himself even when he would like pipe one. I think it was Friday or Saturday's first one down one crushed. And then he went off the green on his second one, 90 yards. I mean, like, like Dom just said, if you hit it a little wrong, it's going to roll off, which exactly it did. And they have all those false fronts and backs and all that stuff. Um, I can take a positive though that I'm saying that that I think he actually played really poorly. He didn't do anything well and still was halfway competitive. I don't I don't want to call that competitive what he finished at, but you know, he made the cut and it looked like he didn't have much of any of his game. So, thing- I mean, I was I was very disappointed. I thought he was I mean, I thought he was going to challenge for the for the tournament before. So, so it was, it was a big letdown. The thing that I think is most frustrating as for us as Tiger fans is we watched Tiger when like it wasn't even close. Like when he, was he would sink all those putts, he would hit 340 yard drives every time right down the middle and he was just untouchable. So to see him like look average mm-hmm. is just kind of frustrating as a Tiger fan, I guess. Yeah. But- <clears throat> and that's what like I'm thinking of Tiger as he's taken this long break. He's had injuries. He's had struggles, but he's coming back and he's playing. And that's why I said he's, he didn't play that bad. Now, from a Tiger perspective, and this is probably why he looked, he had the look on his face like, oh, I suck, um, is that for Tiger, he didn't play well, just like Sam said. But for me, I'm like, all right, if I got hurt and I take so many tournaments off, I take two years off, um, I would have, you know, been on top of the world playing like that. I mean, but. he, I mean, Sergio won last year and he didn't even make the cut and he hit like five straight in the water. So, yeah. I mean, obviously it happens to the best and Tiger put no, on a pretty decent performance. No point for, to dedicate any time on this podcast to Sergio Garcia. <laughs> well, yeah. If we're talking Tanner about him just hitting shot after shot in the water, <laughs> yeah, that's that was absolutely amazing. <laughs> I watched that live and I was trying to figure out like how to get what he, he shot a 14 or something like that on that hole. I think I was it was like a 13 actually. Out. Trying to figure out like how he got there, like, it was insane. But yeah, I I was just watching that and watching every shot go about pin high and rolling back off the green and into the water. And I'm just like, like hey, maybe poke one out there. Take a long, <laughs> take a longer club, kid. Like I I don't know. Quit trying to just step on it and just yeah. man up and get a bigger club out of your back. Speaking of playing hurt though, Tony Finau or Finau. Oh. That guy's massive, first of all, isn't he? He's huge. Oh, I don't know how big he is. He so looks tall. <laughs> Let me Google it. I'll Google it. For he's anybody a, who didn't size. watch, Tony Finau. Is that how? F- yeah, Finau. Just, it's Finau. That's, that's no. good. You're okay. good. Okay. All right. Thanks. Uh, so, Tony Finau, he made a hole-in-one on the par three um, competition. On Wednesday, I think, yeah, right? Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. And then he was celebrating because he had like his wife and kids there too. And I mean, obviously excited about a hole in one. And then he dislocates his freaking ankle during his celebration. He dislocates not just, his ankle. Not just turns it like it's out of place. Yeah. So he's sitting there like, oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, you can just think in his head. He's like, dude. He's like, I can't, he's I like, can't, I can't be, be a puss everybody's now. Everybody's cheering. Everybody's <laughs> yeah. like pumping him up. He's like, let's go. And he just pops that son of a bitch back yeah. in. Oh, and then my God. he goes low. He yeah. went like four yeah, under the first day, and he, he I think on the on Sunday he had like he six or seven under, finished top ten. He said they did an interview with him, and he said that he couldn't walk Thursday morning. Yeah, he said because I so I don't to know it. what they're what kind <laughs> of drugs they're giving him or I, I if they're to shooting an him up. I don't know. Interview and uh, 
it was like they asked him, like, you know how when you go to the doctor, the pain scale one to ten. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it was a ten easily. Oh and my god! I, I hurt, can't not imagine. injured. Yeah. Oh, six four. Six, six four. That, hey, he's that's a pretty, pretty big tall. guy. Is that the worst way to ruin a hole in one? Is celebrating and I mean, I mean, but fucking who would ever remember? He'd hey. ever remember hole in one on the par three on Wednesday, but now he'll be remembered forever. Yeah, there's always there's always hole in ones on yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, so I'm saying like does that, but does that because like I've never, I mean, I've played a lot of fucking golf, but I, I mean, I'm decent, but I've never hit a hole in one. And I'm just trying yeah. to imagine like like hitting a hole in one, being so fucking happy. If that was and your first hole in one, breaking my <laughs> fucking ankle and being like, well, well fuck. I would, I, I would get it wasn't frame, his though. first. I get a picture framed of me with my ankle out. Everybody's cheering. Everybody's <laughs> got their hands in the air, and you're just like yeah. your ankles at a ninety degree <laughs> with your whatever. What bone is that? Oh, tibia, tibia, fibula, something like that. Tibia, ground, fibula. <laughs> but yeah, he just he gets up and just you can see it. Pop back yeah. into place. Moral of the story. Disgusting. Moral of the story is just be careful when you're celebrating, right, Martin Gramatica? Yeah, I no, was say. it was his brother Mark, I think. Was it? Yeah. No, Martin got hurt. Bill. So I think we're gonna go with Bill yeah, as his it's brother, Bill. but they might have both done it. Yeah, it could have run. I swear, Mr. Gramatica. Whatever, Gramatica. Mr. Gramatica. Mr. Gramatica. <laughs> Ignore no, the I first think Martin name. Martin got hurt too. Uh, who knows? Mr. Probably. Gramatica. <laughs> I think Martin was the one. Okay. This is getting uh, way off. <laughs> Martin, do you remember in the playoffs, the Cowboys and Tony Romo was uh, he was the holder and he like botched the snap and then tried to pitch it. I'm pretty sure it wasn't yeah. that Martin or somebody. <laughs> I, I bet it was right. somebody. Like, I'm gonna I go with know. that. Yeah, and they tried to pitch it to Martin and he got destroyed. Oh my god! But I could I have just completely made that story up, but it sounds cool. No, no, that's definitely right. That's what happened. They were playing okay, the Seahawks. So yeah. Mark, Mark. No, okay. Uh, we got Mark's not a real grammatical. I was so. going to say, that doesn't sound... Martin and then Mark. Okay. It's it doesn't Bill. matter. But I do Bill. know the story Mark is Mark Tony. is Mike's dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Playing through pain now. Tony Finau. We've all played through a little pain, huh? So, uh, I was... To, to kind of piggyback off the destroying your ankle, uh, I... Not even close to Tony Finau, but I... Um, rolled my ankle at the rec one year when I was playing basketball and spent six weeks in a boot and didn't pick up a basketball for a year. So in the complete opposite story of Tony Finau, not going out and shooting low the next day, uh, I spent my <laughs> the next six weeks in a uh, foot boot. Yeah, so foot boot. Trey had a little injury that he played through. Well, he didn't play through it. I didn't really play he, through he, it. He, came, he, he couldn't really play through it, but he came back, though. Yeah, we were destroying that team, so it didn't really matter if I was playing or not. But yeah, my legs sort of exploded once on the on the operating table. Uh, scar to prove it. It's attractive, ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, Ladies and gentlemen. It's really... Uh, it's an occlusive podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, you know what? After some shots earlier in the podcast, I'll go ahead and uh, include Me, everybody. No, yeah, no, my, my leg, it, it, it was pretty gnarly. It took a few surgeries and... It's still living. That's what's important. I still have a leg. So, to be fair, we um, sent three of at least three of their players to the hospital. That day. Yeah, on one punt return that Curtis <clears throat> took to the zone. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Forget so. that pussy shit. <laughs> I separated my shoulder and still played trombone in high school. That's so. impressive. That's I impressive. know somebody else who separated their shoulder once. Yeah, I, uh, I I dislocated my shoulder during a game. Kind of in the spirit of Tony Finau, actually. Um, yeah, but you went to the locker room. 
I didn't make it into the wow. locker room, and then I put that snap back in. I put that bitch back in, and I sat. I had, um, I went to the bench and got a little water and rubbed some dirt on it, and then <clears> went back in. And I had to sit out the next three weeks, but went back in that game and won. And then the same, I guess it was the year before, dislocated my pinky when I had my broken right hand that was clubbed up. Didn't you and get like three picks that game? I had two picks that game, oh but I was playing with three fingers, so that mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. Pretty solid. And really, the only other sports entry, which is very hard to play through, and kind of how mis- Wait, hold on. How miserable was that quarterback? He's miserable. <laughs> Pretty miserable. We were up by like seventy, yeah. which is good because if they would have scored, <laughs> they play that obnoxious ass train whistle, and oh I'm not going to name God. what city yeah. in the state of Kansas does that, but. Probably a lot. But. The, fu- the funniest part of that whole story was is when, when it actually was dislocated was he dislocated it during an interception return, if I remember correctly. And he, he were walking the sideline and he goes, oh, oh so take my glove, take my glove. I grab I grab like his middle finger of the glove and start ripping it off. And then I rip it off and his pinky's straight side doing a 90 uh, to the straight right. I was like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. That isn't Baker healthy. Was out there and he's like, hey, you need to go to the sideline and <laughs> – Pat Walsh, shout out Pat Walsh. Shout out Pat. Put that SOB right back in. Just uh, he said, grip down on your uh, mouthpiece pretty hard. And he put it back in. It's still fucked up today. I might tweet out a picture of it later, but it's all, <laughs> all messed up. The only other sports injury I had was in MAYB basketball. Some guy dove on my back and broke one of my vertebrae. And I'll never forget this. My dad, it was right in front of him. Of course, they're all small gyms. And he says, get up, pussy. Like, right? And I mean, I didn't know I broke my back at that point, but it turns out I had like... Jesus well, I had- Christ, a fucking sprained ankle. Sounds like a little puss boy story to me. So I need to think of something else and maybe bring it up next podcast. Well, I mean, a finger. Jesus I can chop this thing off and it wouldn't yeah, do no, any good. Trey's leg exploded. You broke your back. I got Separate one that can rival that. And it's nothing to do sports related. But when I was a kid, I was at the pool, tripped over the ladder fell face first in the pool and scraped both my shins <laughs> and uh, I could have drowned worse. but I'm here today I'm here today so, Samuel so I got nothing I've uh, not really hurt uh, I've been a chef you know I don't really get too many injuries a couple burns here and there yeah some people are just like really cautious as kids like myself so uh, saved Gentle. my parents a lot of money uh, going to the hospital not going to the hospital. How's everybody's golf game looking uh, this year? Just to wrap up real quick. <clears throat> Can um, I talk about Rory? Oh, yeah, you might know. have. Oh Let's skip our, our golf talk and go into Rory just real briefly. I'm crying still. Rory. He almost had it. He had it. Right? Well, he I, let's talk I about mean, this. Let's talk about this. Uh, final pairing on Sunday, right? Patrick Reed. Patrick <laughs> Reed. And Rory McIlroy. First tee. Left and right side of the fairway in the fucking trees. My God, I could, I, I, is it nerves or what? Rory but came off there. Rory, if there was a degree angle, Rory hit a classic me drive, just straight. Started right, right and stayed yeah. right. It, it had no chance from the beginning. <clears throat> Subtopic there's gonna here, be point one a is that anytime they do shank it over there, though, it's in a perfect line to the green. True. So wait, Absolutely. Patrick. So to start that tournament, were you rooting for Reed or McElroy? I will never. Uh, As you sit there wearing an American Rory. flag hat, so that technically makes you a terrorist. Not a terrorist. I love Rory. So you're rooting for an okay. illegal alien over an American golfer. Patrick Reed is probably <laughs> no way that's true at all. Probably the last person that I would have rooted for. Him and Sergio. So last American probably that I would have rooted for. Yeah. Justin okay. Rose easily. Justin yeah, Rose, Justin is, not Rose is not American. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> no, he's from across the pond, eh? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, he's uh, got the most American name ever. Just yeah, pretty close. Right. Just yeah. All right, yeah, Zach Johnson okay. is by far. Okay, yeah, Zach Johnson and if we Zach Johnson and Patrick hated golfers. Then we can go anyway, on and on. Anyways. So if there's one shot to hit perfect, it's got to be the first tee, right? Has to be. And yeah. Patrick Reed and Rory just like fuck that. After so much, I'm going in the trees. So much hype and anticipation. Yep. Final pairing Sunday. It's going to be a huge matchup. They say huge matchup. This is a um, rematch of when Patrick rematch. Reed was screaming at Rory in the Ryder Cup. The hey, Rory was screaming at him too, though. <laughs> it's Ryder, they were Cup, back Ryder Cup rematch, right? They're back at it. And <laughs> tee to tree. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. Tee to tree. Um, but yeah, like you said, you end up with a perfect lie almost every time. Uh, Clear path. But yeah, I really wanted Rory to do well. Um, and he did play well Sunday. I think, and we talked about this in the text chat, uh, a whole three, I think. So uh, par five on a two, five foot eagle Easy. putt, tapping mm-hmm. eagle putt, five basically. foot eagle putt, slippery probably, but five foot eagle putt, putt at a ticklish, putt. <laughs> a ticklish putt at Augusta, a and missed it. It's uh, his fault though, you know, curly headed, kind of fluffy, pre oh, pre pre Nike Rory who was on pace to the throne Tiger. That Rory would have fucking won this tournament because Absolutely. that Rory was a fucking badass. Yeah. But what doesn't make sense though is like, for, I mean, he still drives at like four hundred and fifteen yeah, yards every but, time. But yeah, but for how sexy, like his, I mean, he has the sexiest swing I've ever seen in my life. It's gorgeous. But for how sexy his swing is, he has so many shots that's just so, like the first hole where it's so bad. Like that's Rory's thing. Like I mean, he could shoot a fifty nine sixty so many times, but he has so many holes like that where he ruins such <laughs> sexy ass shots with those stupid ass putts. So yeah. Classic. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't hate him. Yeah, classic but. golf. Took the wind out of his sails. And really, I didn't. I mean, I wanted Roy to win because that's gonna. It's the career grand slam. That's all he needs left is a green jacket, and I think that would have been uh, really cool. And it would have. It would have delivered a uh, a more exciting. Eighteenth hole <laughs> gallery cheer than what Patrick Reed got. Just Everyone packing up their stuff. Yeah. Just like, packing yeah, up their chairs. Man, Jordan or Ricky or Rory didn't win. Uh, I guess it's this guy with the pink shirt on that doesn't talk to his parents. That doesn't or... talk to his parents, and he Siblings. has a mixed bag of clubs. He, he cheated in college and doesn't have a club deal. Yeah. And just How did he cheat in college? Let's say what he do. Uh, he, uh, the thing I read was he, it was during some round he hit it like. Uh, OB or something, and there was another ball sitting closer. Classic, classic. And, Every move yeah. that anybody else. But he hit. He tried to hit and address the ball that was like farther in, and his teammates like called him out. I mean, his teammates at both schools absolutely despised him. Yeah, but I just thought it was funny that his parents, or no, it was I think it's his brother, maybe whoever's house they were at, his family lives like 15 minutes away yeah. from Augusta and he's like no don't come. <laughs> he got him kicked out of like a US Open I think. That's insane. He's like yeah, get them out of here. I mean, it could be something way deeper than what we're getting, but It's I, kind of an Aaron like Rodgers scenario. Yeah. yeah. He rotted his parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know all of the details about <laughs> I speak as the only Packers fan pet. There uh there's a couple maybe potential Packers fans here. I guess Sam might be, but I'm not anymore now that Jordy's not there. I have no reason to root for him. I don't. I mean, there was a time when him and his parents had a very good relationship, so I'm not ready to put it on his court yet. And that was still why he was in the NFL. So, 
Fetcher yes. Creed is not Roy, and we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, we'll leave pissed. it at that. So, Their segment ended. Done crying. Uh, yeah. But golf <laughs> game. Uh, I went to the driving range last week, and I hit pretty well. So I was hitting from the mats because it had rained earlier that day, so you can't really tell when you're hitting from the mats. But uh, I hit pretty well. I was doing all right. Uh, my four iron needs a new shaft in it. I can tell you that because last time I golfed, which was probably August, uh, four iron got the bends in it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and by that, I mean I slammed it on the ground. Uh, I've seen Dom a good do old white man curve clubs. The things. old white man curve, yeah. This little little left. Trey, how's the, uh, how's the golf game looking this year? I'm in the market for a new set of irons, dramatically. <laughs> I'm still playing. I got some for you if you want. Right now I was going to say, I, I got some golf. for you. I get a real cheap set of irons, and as soon as I swing somebody else's clubs who are like at least even decent, um, I add like 15, 18 yards to every shot. Yeah. But yeah, it's a. I'm a fairly consistent golfer. I just don't hit quite as far as I could if I had a decent decent set of clubs. So that's happening. Mike might have a set of clubs. Yeah, uh, new development. I actually quit golf because the last time I played was horrendous. And I've just accepted the fact that I'm not ever going to be good. So Diesel? I'll sell you my clubs, Trey. Oh, that's for, amazing. For nothing, $10. Yeah. But the funny thing is about me selling them to you, they're in the bottom of a pond, so you'll have to go get them. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You actually threw yours in the pond? I felt like it. Metaphorically. Yeah. But My golf game, actually, because Mike and I went out the last time, and I... Um, I played pretty damn well at Colbert. I, uh, for whatever reason, and I, I don't really know why, but I started really striking my irons pretty well, like, distance wise. I mean, I can put I mean, it's not anything when we're talking about, like, actual pro distances and stuff, but I've added, I mean, maybe 25 yards to each club, which is sometimes good. At Colbert, it's good. <clears throat> but some places, it's really bad, too, because I'm like, going to hit a pitching wedge, and I hit it 135 yards. It's all the center of the club face, baby. So, well, yeah, that I mean, it helps that <laughs> I play burner iron, so they have the biggest um, sweet spot of all time. But I shot, like, I shot a decently, well, it, I mean, as honest as you could get for the first round of the year where you're trying to get your confidence up, 82 at Colbert. And, I, I mean, I was hitting them. Hitting him pretty straight, so I felt pretty good about it. It's like a no less than ten mulligan first round I play this year. I mean, it was, it was like one worry. of those that okay, I hit one <laughs> into the water, get it close, and it's like all right, I'm gonna hit another one to see if it goes farther. That type of thing. Yeah, Tanner. This is how I know I'm ready. I mean, I've been to the range three times this year, but this is how I know I'm back. I stopped today on the way here, and I'm hitting my two iron about two forty. You actually so, have a two iron? I, no, this is the most impressive part about my two iron. I play pure fucking blades. Like, straight up, my club is like that big and it's like that thin. Which was really hard to adjust to at first because I used to hit my pitching wedge like 175 when I have Callaways. And now and now <laughs> I hit my good. pitching wedge like 135, mm-hmm. 140. But the rest of my irons are a lot bigger. But, yeah. When I, when I pulled it out today. And it's so funny. Like, when I'm in Ozaki, no one's ever at the drive range. I'm in my own little world. But today I was over in Topeka and there's like 20 people just watching me because they don't think that I can actually hit the ball with my swing. And they're just people just sitting there staring at me as a dad across from me. because of your swing that they're staring at you? That or my my dick hanging out of my pants. Uh, but okay. Through the bottom. <laughs> like that fat ass can't even see the ball. 
Samuel, uh, do they have golf where you're from? Uh, not yet. Um, excited <laughs> to get out and get playing, but who who the hell knows when that'll happen? So, so why'd you buy a driver last week then? Ah, uh, yeah, I know. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully, I can get down uh, for the uh, Fast the classic, classic uh, and get a couple swings in at the uh, tournament down by you guys. He's what kind of driver? What kind of driver was it? You never told us. Uh, I got a Titleist, like it's like a nine twelve or something like that. It's probably a three or four year old model. Okay. Um, actually, it might be more than that. It might be four or five. But um, the reason, because I had the old burner, and if you guys have swung those white burners, they're super light. So I wanted a he- <laughs> heavier driver. Oh, sorry. So you're, so you're calling me a pussy? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You got a you got one of the the burner two point like the all white one. Yeah, that's what my hybrid yeah. is too. So I'm a double pussy. Tanner thinks he's good at golf, and I'm just gonna. Hey, I never said I was good. Beat the brakes off of him. I never said I was good. I just said okay. that. I, I think early, actually, in this episode, I said I was decent. I think those are the exact words I said. He's just talking trash. You're taking too serious. I can't wait when to you, watch you two duel it out, honestly. When okay. you say you're decent, though, like somebody says that, like they're trying not to brag about themselves. Yeah, yeah. They're like, I'm, yeah, I'm decent. Yeah. When okay, hold they on. Think they're actually. I really will good. say though, <laughs> like if we played stroke play. I will say, like I like Trey knows, I'm gonna have two or three holes where I'm gonna have like a seven or an eight. But if we played match play, though, that's where I feel like I'm actually pretty damn fucking good. Yeah, because when your bad your bads are bad, but your goods are yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if we play match play, I could have fucking nine on a hole and it's just one hole. Yeah, yeah. I, I told you before, man. Like you're never gonna watch Tanner play the same hole twice because it's always different. That might be the same for me, but that's not because I have any kind of recovery. It's because I have no stabilization of golf. Well, Dom, do you want to take us to uh, social media? Yeah, absolutely. Follow us on social media. We've got our Facebook page, Beer Breath Podcast. We've got our Twitter page, at Beer Breath PCast. Uh, Snapchat, Beer Breath Podcast. I forgot to mention this the first time, but we have a new Instagram. We need to be posting on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gmail as well, Beer Breath Podcast at gmail.com. That's B-E-E-R-B-R-E-A-T-H podcast at gmail.com. Interact with us. Uh, we all have fun seeing what you guys have to say, um, bringing up your comments and your tweets and stuff like that in the podcast as well. We appreciate the support and, uh, you know, we're going forward with this. We're loving it. I'm having a good time. Having a real good time. Hell yeah. Which is good because, um, going into this time of year, there's not really a lot going on. Um, sports wise, sports wise, we're entering the dog days of sports. The masters is over. Essentially, all we have left, I mean, you have some of the majors left still, but that's only a weekend, so no point really. Um, only have Stanley Cup and NBA Finals, and that's... Which are fun to watch, yeah, but who really to watch? Yeah. I mean, but, baseball is meaningless at this point. Yeah. There's, it's hard to pay. There's so many the games. The seasons are so long, yeah. So, so I think there's a couple of things I want to do. Like, obviously, we can talk about sports that we'd rather watch than what's on tv and what might be intriguing there and also how to make some of the sports that are on or sports um yeah well i guess sports that are just in season right now how to make them better i i mean i'm not a baseball purist so i know that there's people that are like how many games they play 162 yeah yeah so there's always the people that are like 162 games like it's the perfect number it's the necessary number can't go more can't go less dude it needs to be at 50 games and make every game matter. 50 might be a little low, but like 80 games. Make every game matter. Get your best pitchers out there. You don't need 30 pitchers. Like It's just because they, they play like every day of the week. Yeah. 
And yeah. I mean, it's kind of nice, like, because, I mean, I'm a baseball fan, so if I'm bored, I'll toss on There's a baseball always, game. always baseball on. I don't know. It's just hard to get really into the season when it's like, oh, you lose a game and you have 85 more to go in the season. Yeah. yeah. Like you lose the game, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, we have tomorrow. 160 left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're playing oh, the same people tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it, baseball. I like baseball. I I have some arguments with my brother. He's a big time. You said purist. He's a he's a baseball purist. I I enjoy baseball, but um, not quite to that extent. So I I do agree with Curtis. It wouldn't hurt my feelings to have less games because it's hard to it's hard to have the attention span to last 162 games. It's it's hard for the players to have mm, the attention span. I don't know how they do it honestly. Yeah. And I think you see you're seeing that in. Pro play, you're seeing the MLB make changes to. Um, they're trying to make the game shorter. Trying to make the game shorter, which is is understandable. But in my mind, I'm like, all right, I'm going to an MLB game. There goes the rest of the day because it's going to take that long. And if I'm on the third base line, tenth row, <laughs> I expect to get a foul ball in my teeth. Um, also, but, if you're at a baseball game that long, you're going to end up probably pissed drunk by the end of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then your day shot anyways. <laughs> I think, yeah. So but they're changing the rules, right? They're, um, there's a lot of rules that they're, uh, they're, they're changing and implementing for the 2018 season. There's the pitch clock now, things like that. But I think what kind of brought this section, this segment up for me is that I saw a list of all the rules that baseball wanted to change over the next five or 10 years. And, they're wanting to put like nets all the way around the field and stuff like that, which it's bad to see a kid get beaned with a foul ball, but or a bat, or a bat. But you gotta expect it. You're third base, front row. I mean, you're gonna get a ball yeah, coming. Didn't at you learn anything? Bring your glove. Yeah, you made, glove. <laughs> yeah, your dad made you bring your glove to the game when yeah. you were. Also, pay attention. Yeah, yeah. Don't be on your phone. Last Royals game I went to. Uh, I'll bring this up. Last Royals game I went to. We were, had pretty decent seats, probably. 10th or 12th row on the third base side and the cut like the people in front of me were literally there's four people and they were all turned facing each other having a conversation absolutely nothing about anything baseball related anything athletic nothing they were talking about absolute garbage and I was just sitting there thinking okay you're a row ahead of me probably paid a couple cents more for those seats than I did I'm not protecting you when a foul ball comes your way because you're not even paying attention. So that's why chicks love baseball then, right? Because they can, like, watch a pitch. All right, we're going to miss the next two because, you know, this pitch is going to be, like, six pitches. Or this at-bat's going to be six pitches. You can look on our phone, like, yeah, talk to each other, out. socialize, just kind of hang out. Like, I need to – what does everybody love about baseball? What do you guys? What what is? I know every, everybody I know, wants to go there to see what. I know. Well, Dingers. I know. Dingers. I know. I know that my wife loves baseball because I mean, a football game's on, no sex. I will not have sex during a football game. But if baseball's on, NBA's on. I mean, I'll get I get all kinds of good stuff going you on. You are really trying. After you're <laughs> yeah. I love you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, we watch we watch for dingers. Girls probably watch for. Tight pants and jock stuff straps. Like that. Jock yeah. straps. Is that yeah. a jock strap or his Judama's Yukonda? I don't know. What I don't know what you just said. I'm not very far. unfamiliar with that term. Bush Diesel's coming in. I, yeah, we watch we watch baseball to watch home runs, and occasionally when there's two good pitchers pitching against each other, I will mm-hmm. watch to see who can outduel the other person. But that's like out of the 162 game season, I might watch three games to see a pitching duel. Yeah, well, and at that f- point, I'm already way past my patience level. I'm like, oh. The thing is, like, I like going to a baseball game because you get to hang out. Drink beer, be this, outside, but you can't get that at home watching the game. You're just sitting there on your couch just by yourself, and I get 
absolutely bored to death yeah. trying to watch But this kind of goes back to Sam's what's on sale is that you go to the game and you get plastered drunk in the great weather, but you spend a fortune <laughs> on beverages. Yeah. You had to get a loan out before you went to the baseball game just so you could have three beers. Yeah, that's why you tailgate. Everybody, yeah. the second favorite thing, you, you go to watch dingers, you go to tailgate. You go to tailgate so you can drink. Uh, so you can do all kinds of fun stuff. That, that the the pregame tailgate is is top notch. Yeah, it's true. So what? Let's say okay, baseball aside. Then what sports would be? Uh, what sports would be more entertaining to watch right now? I think uh, Mike might have had a list of things that sports, you know, kind of wacky sports that might be entertaining to watch on TV. Okay, so do we want ones that used to be in the Olympics or just the weirdest sports? Or we can do both. Let's do both. We'll just start with the weirdest sports. Um, so, no one said anything. So yeah. Just had to answer himself. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, I guess I'm the only one doing the podcast now. So welcome to Mike's podcast. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> all right. So the weirdest sports. Um, this is from the Huffington Post. Um, number one is wife carrying. Um, two. Tanner's done that all, all, <laughs> yeah. uh, all podcast. Yep. Chess boxing <laughs> is number two. Chess Which, boxing? Chess. Oh. C-H-E-S-S. And the description is, it's a hybrid of knocking out and checkmating opponents. <laughs> the battle consists of 11 rounds in which competitors alternate between playing traditional chess and boxing. So that, I mean. I would there, pay to see that. That could take off, I think. Sustainable? No. No. But. Once, I mean, but, ESPN ate the Ocho? Yes. I mean, it, you, that's what you you could... Chess boxing. I mean, that's a really niche market because <laughs> for, one, for one, I have no idea how to play chess. So, really? me watching that would be useless for the chess part, but seeing nerds box in between would be kind of fun. When you, uh, when you said chess boxing, the, the immediate thing that I came up with, uh, I thought I would in my head, is like, like everybody's playing whatever, like a pawn, like a rook, stuff like that. And then when they get close enough, they can start fighting. <laughs> like they just start punching the shit out of each other. That's kind of what I was thinking. Well, that could work That would too. be sweet. Yeah. That would be back in the Olympics tomorrow. Um, let's see some other ones. Um, extreme. Slam ball on that list? No. Slam ball. Well, slam, oh, slam ball. Is that the name awesome. of it? If we yeah. can get a petition signed uh, to get slam ball back on TV. Why did they ever Tony, stop? Did Tony people Fino not watch would be it? like the prime candidate for that because there's so many dislocated. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, is that why they quit? Because people just kept hurting themselves? I can imagine tearing my ACL probably oh, every one, time I play. One jump on the trampoline. Yeah. Both oh, my, my ACL. God. <laughs> that would actually be on. awesome, though. You just see guys jump. Oh, we've got to take out Mike. He just tore both ACLs, and then the next guy comes <laughs> yeah. in. He got his leg caught in the rim and snapped it in half. <laughs> I tried to do a Vince Carter dunk, but with my leg. And so I just snapped. <laughs> Into the cookie jar. Um, let's see. Extreme ironing is on here. Well, um, no. So the picture of it is some chick dangling from like a bungee cord. And a, <laughs> it looks like from a cliff or something. And she's <laughs> ironing upside down. But apparently it's a sport. Um, I don't know. What, well, what about pretty- ones that were in the Olympics? Uh, Olympics. Let's see. Distance plunging. 
What? So you just try it. You dive into a pool and see how far you can go, I guess. Oh, okay. I thought you meant. Plunge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all, we all. No, somebody clogged the toilet and you're <laughs> yeah. like uh, 10 meters away. Not the kind of plunging you do every day at home. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Tug of war was in the Olympics. Why that would be pretty sweet. Why'd they remove it? Um, people got too I'm strong. I'm not sure. The so, damn Russians. Yeah, I don't know. People dislocating. Didn't have strong enough rope, I guess. Yeah. Live pigeon shooting. That only lasted one year. Peter threw an absolute fit about This is bullshit. <laughs> ran out of pigeons. Uh, <laughs> solo synchronized swimming. Underrated. I, okay, that yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense to I'd me. I win the shit out of that. Synchronized with what? I have no idea. Probably that would be the educated thing. The water, say, but... the emotions, yeah. the chi of the whole entire room. Oh, wow. <laughs> it, like only, it only lasted for three Olympic games from 1984 to 1992. Three is a lot. Three is a lot. <laughs> That's a decade. <laughs> Think about it. It's like a decade's worth. <laughs> imagine the trend of the crowd going to that. Like, they're like, all right, nobody's watching this anymore. Can if you, you buy what... tickets to the Olympics, like you buy them to the event, right? Or is it like a day pass where you're like, okay, you just kind of, you get, you have entrance to these? It's a great question. Not sure. Mike, did you, did you say 84 to 92? Yeah. That would have been two. So they, they're, ju- they're just like, uh, dream team, nah. Solo synchronized <laughs> swimming. That's what we're they, about. They just showed that on TV and said the dream team. That's what <laughs> I said. Yeah, I was born in 92, so, but. <laughs> I was going to say. Up next in the pool, we have the United States of America with the. Solo synchronized swimming. <laughs> Very good in the 84 Olympics. We'll see if they can pull it off here in the 92. Russia's got a pretty strong team here. Um, and then by team, I mean one person. <laughs> they <mean, laughs> slash she has been training for hours to try to match her swimming up. Look, look her at her swimming. right foot in sync with her left foot. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it's like, one uh, one. Oh, sorry, Kurt. One quick thing I want to bring up that's not uh, – we might talk about it next time, but uh, – or next time. I'm just creating the uh, agenda for next time um, <laughs> in, the fu- <laughs> in the future. But uh, when I thought of this, I thought of uh, how to pick sports up. I- I'm done with replay forever. I know Kurt agrees with me on yeah. that. No, um, I'm on baseball that specifically. I just I absolutely despise replay. Um, it it takes forever. I don't even know half the time it's they, they don't even get it right. The next time it's just a, an educated guess at that point. Um, it, we we watched in the NCAA tournament be wrong multiple times. I I don't know. I, I understand the huge blatant ones, but especially in baseball when you're talking about. I went to the game Friday. It was a four hour nine inning game, and they're going to check replay on some foul uh, fair foul ball where. The ball clearly hit on the foul line. I, we could see it from the upper deck that the, there was chalk pieces. And you're taking five minutes for that. I, well, what are you doing? I, what's the point? I don't, I don't get it. So Yeah, I don't know if it's like get better umpires or just one team says, no, they're wrong. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's kind of the old argument. Paper, rock, like, scissors, kind of. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the, like the whole who says, <laughs> yeah, yeah, hold on, let's that. stop. Paper, rock, rock, scissors? rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> Dude, rock, if you tried to play me in paper, paper rock, rock, scissors, I would punch you in the face and I would have won automatically. <laughs> Take your lunch money. I just didn't know this it was like such a passionate. Wait, what do you, you call it? Paper, rock, scissors. What, what do you say? call it? Rock, paper, scissors. The he does, it, he, does uh, he does paper, rock, scissors because his pinky's all fucked up. Yeah, mm. that's yeah. fair. Oh, well, guys. if there's a reason. <laughs> rock, t- 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 rock, paper, scissors. Sam? Oh, rock, paper, scissors. There's only one way. I mean, obviously, yeah. I agreed with 
with the <laughs> with. What now? So do you guys do uh, rock paper scissors shoot or do you do rock paper scissors? It's on scissors. Shoot, shoot. It's on scissors. I always rock, do paper scissors. <laughs> it's always <laughs> Kurt. It's always Rochambeau or it's rock paper scissors shoot. No, I don't do Kurt shoot. Says, no one Kurt says, says Rochambeau it's anymore. Paper rock scissors. <laughs> <laughs> now that you say it out loud, paper rock scissors. That's not it's right. Rock, That's, paper, scissors. It's yeah. right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. I'll admit I'm wrong. I'm backpedal. So what can we do to make sports better since this is a really shitty time for sports? But make like what would be a rule change or a couple rule changes that would make everything better? Mine would be as much as I love golf, like I love golf a lot, but I can't really watch it. I really only watch the majors and the Ryder Cups. But what if we could make golf? I think it's TPC. Is it Scottsdale where they have like the whole 16 or the Waste Management Open, I think, where they have like mm, everyone on whole 16. Yeah, like cheering and shit, like going crazy. Because like I gave, I mean, I give a lot of people shit, but when Justin Thomas kicked that dude out of the tournament for someone saying yell in the bunker, that's why I, I think golf should be the exact opposite of that. And like majors, you can keep them professional. You know, everyone, you know. So obey. you're saying like one hole where the crowd can just be relaxed. Yeah, drink a shitload of beer and have a lot of fun. Because even me that loves golf, I can't really watch golf unless it's the Masters, the British, or the U.S. Open, or the PGA Championship. And so if you could do those tournaments where people can, people that aren't very good at golf, that want to get involved with golf, can go get fucked up and enjoy golf and cheer people on and have a good time. I think my... Yeah, how, how hard would that be? You just do one hole at every tournament. I think it'd be hard at all. Like they, I, it seems seems feasible. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem that hard to implement. I, I think it'd be a really good equalizer. Who's the guy that owns PXG? Anybody know? What's that? Oh, my God. What is his name? <laughs> I not, thought you were going to like a Jeopardy answer there. Like, what is... is? Yeah, what is... It's not Bill Parsons or something. I don't know. Bill it's Parsons. the guy that owns... I think he invented or owns GoDaddy. Mike's going to fact check me here because he's a statistician. But I think it's Bill Parsons, maybe? Um, he's wanting to create golf tournaments that are like this. You were that close, Bob Parsons. Oh my god! <laughs> so wait, is this like the actually? Is this his like the full ex- name is Robert Ralph Bob Parsons? <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck? So Robert Ralph Bob Parsons owns PXG, which is a golf company, um, and he a golf manufacturer, golf club manufacturer, and he wants to have tournaments where there's like shot girls and like loud music blaring yeah. and all that shit. The Bastard Classic. I'm completely yeah, on Bastard board. Classic. Yeah. They fucking so, stole it. They stole We it. need to give a so, call to Robert Ralph Bob Parsons. Okay, their iron Say that sets, five times their iron sets are like 2500 bucks a piece, so he probably isn't going to give us the time of day. But if he did... She shot. She shot. She shot. I'm all on board. I, I mean, even though he stole it from us, I would watch the shit out of everybody getting hammered oh, yeah. in a car. Just a good time. So just are we cruising? talking the crowd or the golfers? No, Dude. the crowd. He like, uh, no, no, let the golfers get the hammered. Golfers. Dude, John Daly would kick everyone's fucking ass in this league. Dude, let the golfers the get hammered. I'd be all about that. I'd love the golfers to like yeah. golf uh, a beer a hole for like nine holes and then call it a day and see where we can finish. I think that'd be And they'd be, be so much less of assholes too. He got Jordan Spieth just falling in the water at... <laughs> he looks like he can handle one beer. <laughs> He's just I, fucking pawn in the pond. Okay, something that. Oh, go ahead. Trevor. Who would win that tournament? But he said John Daly. Who would win the tournament? I don't think he could really go with anybody else. I honestly. bet. Well, yeah, but uh, Andrew Beef Johnson. Okay, I'm not a golf golf pro. I'm gonna so go with a young gun here. I think, dude. I if think it's Spieth could probably slam some beers. Spieth, Rory, that like. 
That crew, yeah. Smiley. If it's co- if it's cocaine, Smiley. Dustin Johnson. Dustin. Dustin Johnson. <laughs> he can handle his own weight. That's funny. Oh, that shit. crew might be able to put down some drinks. I mean, Smiley Kaufman. Yeah. Smiley. You've JT, seen them on their, their spring Jordan. breaks. Yeah, Ricky. They're just barefoot, hammered drunk. And if Rory, it's, Rory was there for like one day and couldn't <laughs> hang, had to leave. If it's Waffle House waitresses, it's Tiger Woods. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give us that bad choo-choo. <laughs> so my, my one thing that I think would make sports better... Um, like, okay, you know the Blackhawks, like, they had the guy that was the goalie. They pulled him out of the stands, basically. <laughs> yeah, every, every, let's just game. do that yeah. every single time. Like, you have to have one scrub. I mean, this is Clint Titus. Happy birthday, Clint Titus, today. Shut up. Um, well, pre-recorded well, last negative three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> We've done Damn this it, every single time. time. <laughs> you just have somebody, you bring your shoes, like you bring the... the <laughs> Your uh, glove to the baseball games. It's like a and raffle? Yeah, you're just out there. Can you imagine? No, they just come out and pick you out of the crowd, I think. Well, it could be a raffle, but like, you just basically, they just say, okay. Isn't uh, that what a raffle is? Is they pick you out of the crowd? <laughs> well, it's a random drama. I'm saying that they walk through the crowd <laughs> oh, and they're okay. like, all right, you're playing defenseman for us tonight. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine? You just being like some random scrub. Yeah. Oh, and then he's just, I mean, to make his life. And then he's just out there. And he has to, like, I mean, you can't just sit him in the corner. Like, he has to touch the ball. What if in like golf you had to have, like, a patron matched up with the pro golfer? As and a caddy. And, like, you, like, had alternate shots. Oh, so they had to use, God. they had to use one of just, like, some random guy's shots on the holes. What if they did pro scrambles? That'd be fun. I'd be all in on that. Just got, like, 30 under. Yeah, I'm trying to imagine your philosophy with NASCAR throwing some dude in the fucking race going 300 miles an hour. <laughs> Richard Petty driving experience. Larry Larry Winling Jr. They would Sunday. they would need that in a dome separate of everybody else driving. Yeah, they would need that. Okay, NASCAR might not 30 people died that. tonight at the Talladega 500, oh but a lot of people watched. Billy Joel, a lot of people watched. And, and in baseball, they would just have to throw you out in right field because that's apparently where all the scrubs play anyway. Yeah. Like in your rec leagues, you're like, all right, you suck at baseball. Hey, play right field. Jermaine Dye was a good right fielder. We well, I'm not saying major league. Yeah, players. major league. I'm saying everybody's left handed or yeah. switch hitters. I'm just saying in like your rec league baseball, the person who sucks the worst just yeah. plays right, I think. Samuel, any thoughts? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I can just imagine them coming in. They're like, all right, Mr. Cakes, how are your handles? And he comes and plays point guard for the Bulls. <laughs> I'd be all about that. Just wet from <laughs> nine to 13 Splashy. feet. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Well, I think it's time for last call. So, uh, Sam, we'll go back to you for last call. Today was a busy day. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with uh, with golf season. Uh, I know last week I think mine was Tiger, uh, but this time I'll go with our actual golf. I'm excited to get out there. Like Dom said, Dom got me pumped up about golf, and so so good work, Dom. I'm pumped about golf too. That was going to be my last call. The weather's looking nice. The thing is, is that it's going to be like 40 and raining here this weekend. Well, first it's going to be summer. It's going to be like 87 degrees and then go straight to 40 degrees because that's just how it works here, I guess. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, it's going to be nice and sunny when I'm sitting at my desk at work, but uh, raining and windy and terribly cold when I have the day off. But I'm pumped about good weather, pumped about golf. We don't believe believe in seasons here. No, no, no. No. Trey? Uh, I got nothing. Uh, Tanner made some some calls. Sometimes, sometimes, uh, when he said something about laziness, 
sometimes laziness can lead to like the most amazing thing ever. When you're lazy, you figure out how to uh, do things in the most efficient way. So laziness uh, for me has led to some of the most efficient ways to complete a task. I don't have an example, but in general, it's like, (laughs) hey, you know what? I have this huge task ahead of me. Uh, Well, I'm going to figure out how to do it as fast and as easy as I can. Uh, Bill Gates said that, right? Hire lazy people because they they know how to get the job done. Shout out Bill Gates. Yeah, laziness, man. Sometimes it's underrated. Underrated. Mike? Um, my last call is that apparently Curtis never wanted to play rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> he played paper, rock, scissors. I got it. But that besides it, anything. That's fair. Tanner? Uh, my shout out. Or wait, how? Oh, yeah, shout we in this? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Give so shout out. Try keep up I'm with. trying to do this as like, I mean, because all I can think about is fucking golf right now. But, uh. One takeaway. We've got a match last week's um, talking about or two times ago about Sister oh Jean and some more crazy Bukaki or something. <laughs> yeah. You, oh, hey, Bukaki. We finally got it in this episode. Finally. <laughs> but no, uh, I'm going to go with that. Uh, I love golf so much that I am calling in sick on Thursday when it's going to be like 77. I'm going to go golfing and then I'm going to go watch our listener, Evan Forshee, playing his first varsity tournament in Seneca. Nice. Mm, he did call. For, lucky, he didn't call for your head. You're lucky. The you're gonna pay him like that. Out. Hey, I did teach him in sixth grade. Yeah, so okay, okay. Negative, yeah, negative one day. You're days lucky ago. that the podcast is coming out in negative one days because I would have sent that to your boss. <laughs> <laughs> My boss's name is Moose. So that tells you how big of a douchebag he is. So <laughs> anyway, okay. yeah. My last call is uh, the conversion that Tanner pulled on Dom for apparently also kind of. Having some negative feelings, maybe towards uh, blue collar workers. Uh, just twenty first and Wanamaker uh, workers. Whoever's working on that, Ground just there's such a good salesman. I know, I know. Yeah, not bad. Uh, you got me to buy five percent of the product. Thank you. Also, I feel like Sam and Mike were kind of on that train as well. So, uh, I mean, you guys were kind of on the blue collar hate hate train there. No, I no? just. I, if just a beef if Tanner was gonna say his beef, yeah. If Tanner was gonna say that his beef with garbage man was that they come around at ungodly hours in the morning and are as loud as possible and wake you up, then I was gonna agree with that. <laughs> but you can find this podcast at beerbreathpodcast.com, iTunes, and Spotify. Uh, this is episode three. Thank you for listening. We've also got episode two and episode one up on all those platforms please download listen share with your friends family dogs your cats all that good stuff thanks for listening